Okay, so we're recording. This is it. We're recording now? Yeah, we're recording as a motherfucker. Alright, cool. Uh, shit. Oh, fuck. Uh. Yeah, I know. I know the feeling. Uh, I'm still looking for jobs here. No. <laughs> hey, I got a hand job for you. No, please. No. Let's see. Crystal Castle's Amnesty. Amnesty 1? Or is it Amnesty mm. 3? What does it say? It says Amnesty, Amnesty one. 1. Yeah. Yeah. Why Amnesty Crystal. 1? Um. Are there other Amnesties? I don't know. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are crafting the groove, and we'll be reviewing uh, Crystal Castle's Amnesty 1. Amnesty 1. Not Amnesty, Amnesty 3. Is there an Amnesty 3? No, there is a 3, though. The album just before Amnesty 1, I believe, was called 3. Yeah. I think they called it Amnesty 1? Because the thing is that the the, the way I, I look at it is that they self-titled their albums. So it was always just Crystal Castles, and then the numbers were just uh, a way to to tell the difference between each album. I, I guess... I mean, sure. I don't know. They're fucking weird. That's how I see it. So, how how did you end up discovering Crystal Castles? Um, fucking Mike Fernandez would just uh, like start saying that part of that one song that became famous with all the weird which, like clipped up lyrics. Which song? Uh, There's like so many. I know. Hold on. I got I got to Spotify it. But was it like from? Do you remember what? I want to say it was the first or second album. This was mm. many, many years ago. Uh, is it Crime Wave? Maybe. Yeah, Crime Wave. Ah, what was the line? I forgot. Dude, it's like, it doesn't make fucking sense to me. It's like weird chopped up lyrics. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, I discovered uh, Crystal Castles uh, during my my stint on just watching British TV shows. British TV shows? Yeah, I was watching Skins, and uh, they had that one episode where Crystal Castles was actually performing at a club at on that episode, and it was the uh, Alice Practice song. Okay. And I definitely had to like look up the song, because I was like, yo, this is amazing. So I ended up finding it, and I was like, dude, this is, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, I've I've gotten back into Crystal Castles recently because I had like a I I wouldn't call it a brief obsession because I'm still kind of obsessed, but I don't have the same like drive. But I had mm-hmm. I have a thing for Witch House, and Crystal Castles is like on the on the border of Witch House and also on the border of like cyberpunk and and things. Right. So, I've never looked into the Witch House. Never. This is like I read I read the term today. I was like. Hmm, that's new. Uh, but yeah, the thing is, uh, for me, when it, when I listened to Crystal Castles, uh, it was pretty cool because it had the whole eight bit, you know, sounds going with it, and it was kind of like electronica and stuff like that. It was it was pretty good. Um, and uh, uh, it was kind of I saw as a substitute for like hip hop and rap. And the thing is, I'm not very big on on those genres. I'm very selective when it comes to hip hop and rap. 
You're being it, racist. I, I'm not being racist here, man. I'm not being racist here. I just uh, the music never appealed to me. Uh, the whole thing about like talking about sex, drugs, crime, and all that stuff. Uh, it never really appealed to me. Never. So yeah, the the the, the content of a lot of that music is pretty garbage. Um, but yeah, there are definitely uh, standouts in terms of content, but also mm -hmm. uh, standouts in terms of actual music, where the content still sucks, but the music is just amazing. Yeah, um, I think even when you know back when it was like really big, I think it was during like middle school days for me. Uh, I, I think I was a hipster even back then, because like everyone was like, "Oh, hip hop, DMX," you know, all these like people, and I was just like, "Nah, nah, nah, fuck that shit." You made them yeah. say, uh, na 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 na. <laughs> oh, God. You're the one that said it, man, not me. Yeah, I know. I know. But. Was that a Freudian slip? Were you yeah, a little Yeah, it, it was. It was. <laughs> but. Like, I never got into it. So I was always, like, trying to find something uh, that would call my attention. And the thing is, I've noticed that the progression for Crystal Castles, uh, it had that whole like chip tune electronica like beginning, which I think is what called it uh called their attentions to like all the the fans that they built up the fan base. Oh yeah, for sure. That was still when uh, you know, Bitwave chip tune or whatever you want to call it was was really underground or yeah, not really then fairly. Yeah, and you know. Their second second album definitely it was uh, a huge departure from that, but the the skeleton, if you will, yeah, uh, skeleton's pretty fucking witch house. The skeleton of their music, uh, the scaffolding, uh, is still remained. It still remained. They just uh, they departed from the whole bit wave, as you said, uh, and they still kept making their music, but they still had the beats and stuff like that, and. I noticed that their music still caught my attention, even though they they didn't do that anymore. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, and the, the, their progression kept going like more, even with when three came out, it was still pretty good. Um, however, I noticed uh, like there was I they have this thing where uh, Ethan, I think his name is. I don't Ethan? even know. Like, you're gonna have to school me on that. Uh, let me find out. Not be a uh, boost anymore. Yeah, Ethan. Ethan Kath. He he always mixed Alice's vocals. Uh, and it was never like a clear, crystal clear uh output for her voice. Oh no! It was so like the the more uh, witch housey stuff is like full like clipping. Mm -hmm. Like square wave, like if you look at uh the song Baptism, right, is a, a pretty interesting one. Which there's a song on Amnesty that to me sounds just like Baptism, but it could also be me running through all of Amnesty and getting into Baptism and not realizing it. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so I think, I mean, her voice was still pretty clear between between one and two. Um, Alice being the first girl, the 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 front woman for for Crystal Castles. Okay. Um. Her voice is still pretty clear, and it wasn't very like clipped and very like as you um witch house. Uh, I'm using that term really fluid here because like I I've never really delved dived into 
Uh, witch house. Well, let, so. let me try to give you like the the elevator pitch for witch house. Okay. Like, what if the witch from the Blair Witch Project, right? Like, just really wanted to fuck all the time, and made electronic music. That's all right. Witch house. That's witch house. All right, I can dig it. So, like, there's literally songs that you're like, holy fuck, a witch made this song. A human did not do it. <laughs> um, but then there's also like a lot dancier witch house, which is kind of booty. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some in between or or some uh, tangential ones, kind of like uh, you know, Crystal Castles Two has some really tangential ones, uh, Baptism mm-hmm. being one of them, where it's a right. little dancier for my taste. I like more of like a, a trap ish witch house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but it's still like really good music. I think is that with Crystal Castles Three, uh, her voice was a lot more distant, and uh, you know, I kind of uh, I I mean. The album was still good. The music was still good. I kind of wish they, like, Ethan didn't mix it the way he did. I kind of wish he would have done a better, not a better job, but, like, a different, he took a different approach is what I I wish what he would have done. When Alice left, I was kind of, like, a bit sad about it. I'm like, man, like, she was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, And that kind of pulled me into, like, that genre of, like, music. And I was just I I wondered you know who can follow up to to Alice, um, what was the name of the song you were talking about? Baptism. Uh, Baptism is on two. Affection is on three. So Baptism's a little bit of like a dancier kind of witch house, which is still pretty Crystal Castles. Um, right. But Affection's like a lot slower, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe more somber. I guess would be the word for it. Right. Um, and just kind of creepier, which is, is the, the staple of the witch house genre, is that it always ends up being kind of creepy, if not mm-hmm. extremely creepy. Oh, yeah, I'm listening to it right now. I can see it where, what you mean about it being really dancey. When when they released, well, they being Ethan, when Ethan released a new track for for Crystal Castles, uh, Frail, which Frail is on Amnesty 1, uh, I was kind of like, Oh okay. Um, like there were rumors. Apparently, they thought like the the some people thought it was really Ethan that was that was the one doing the vocals. Oh shit! Like falsetto. And, yeah, like doing falsetto and just like pitch shifting and you know doing all the other crazy stuff that uh, that witch house that, is known for. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Technology is good, but it's not that good. Uh, we'll see. We'll see until the actual full album comes out. And I kind of feel like, for me, I wasn't getting it. Like, like audio when it's when you mix music, it sounds one way. Like some bands can play, they record one way and then they play differently live. It sounds completely different live. And so, like, I was thinking maybe that's the case for Crystal Castles. Uh, so I went onto YouTube. And I looked up the performances of Crystal Castles with the new, uh, the new singer. Uh, I think her name is uh, something. Forgot her new her name. Sorry to all the Crystal Castle fans. You can hate me all you want. Oh, that's a Nas reference right there with Puff Daddy on the cross. Really? Yeah, the video was "Hate Me Now." I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm outing you to the world as the biggest fucking rap fan. <laughs> oh god. Crystal Castles. Edith. Edith, okay. Edith is her name. Um uh, when I heard 
Edith's uh live vocals it's it's completely different from from Alice's. Um No, no, I take it back. It's not that different. Uh and I kind of wish that Ethan, you know, would have looked for a different voice for for Alice's replacement. But I think maybe he was just trying to like try to keep the same vibe for Crystal Castles. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Like I just thought that it was the same singer just doing things way different. Mm. Yeah, it it's completely different. Edith has her own spin. Yeah, Edith on this and uh Edith Edith didn't have that whole split between Crystal Castles, like between the both singers, like the different eras. Uh I welcome Edith with open ears. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it uh I noticed like a lot of the videos that I looked up for her performances. Uh um they didn't do a lot of the old material. Uh, they were mostly doing Amnesty. Um, so I think that's good. I I see it as a way of like respect for, for Alice. Of course, yeah, but also as moving on as a band. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, definitely Edith does she does a good job. She there was like some songs with like that she sang Crime Wave and some other ones there. Oh, yeah, you uh, gotta do Crime Wave. Yeah. So, definitely, she she's doing a good job. She has a good stage presence. Edith okay. has a good stage presence. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, the album itself, Uh, what are your thoughts on the album itself? Oh, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, so, you know, like I said, I've been getting into this witch house thing uh, for a little mm-hmm. while. And while it's not the, the witchiest of the houses or the housiest of the witches, um, it's it's really good, uh, you know, electronic music, but not in an EDM sort of way, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm f- frankly sick of and have been since, you know, I was much younger. Um, but I, I, I like the the more methodical and intentional uh components as well as the a little more energetic and manic components mm-hmm. uh, i no, I, I just i really thought it was a well put together album along the lines of uh three also you know kind of following in that mm-hmm. so you know i i enjoyed it yeah i i definitely enjoyed uh the album as a whole uh uh, I think Crystal Castles in general, regardless of it being Alice or or Edith, uh, well, strictly speaking for just Edith, I've noticed that uh she really has like there's like there's no continuity for her lyrics. Um, like there's like she doesn't tell a story with the album. So oh, I didn't even listen to the lyrics. Like the 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 vocals are just part of the atmosphere for me. Right. Um, I've never looked up Crystal Castle's lyrics. I don't understand that there maybe are even words in the songs. I just kind of hear them and let that all just kind of wash over me. Yeah, I I was curious. I was like, you know, do they have crystal? Uh, crystals. Do they have uh? Crystal. Do they have? Do they have vocals in there? 
Um, and they do. And I uh, was looking them up uh, really quick. And, you know, they, like, she does speak about uh, certain things. Uh, uh, I don't remember, like, the topics. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember the topics, but uh, I, I feel like there were some personal things there. And and that's the beauty about music. Uh, the lyrics for the vocalist when when they're written, I like to consider them as a reflection of the person at that time that they were being written. Sure. Uh so uh, it's definitely definitely a nice perspective on this new person. Uh, so we'll see how how her career goes with Crystal Castles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely like the the intro song. Definitely. Uh, like I'm a big fan of those like harmonizing vocals of like fading in and out. It like that definitely pulled me in, and like the follow up uh songs were definitely good. Um, there was one song that didn't rub me the right way. It was it kind of sounded like uh lasers going through a, a blender. Uh, lasers going through a blender. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, is it Fleece? <laughs> I think so. I need Fleece to... is the second track. No, it's not Fleece. Okay. There's another track in, in the album that, that does that. Um it's not Fleece kinda had something that sounded like it could be lasers in a blender. Which that's a description <laughs> that I fucking love. That is great. <laughs> that is so good. Let's see. <laughs> Fleece. I'm trying to run through this. Yeah, track. yeah, it, yeah. It it is fleece. It is fleece, dude. That's it, it amazing. Like you said it, and I instantly knew what you meant. Yeah, that's the one. Lasers in a blender. <laughs> it's true, though. It's it what is, it sounds it like. It is. It does. I, I I personally like it quite a bit, but yes, you're right. You're you're 100 correct. I'm just like listening to it now. I'm like, yep, yep. L- lasers in the blender. So good. No, I actually love Fleece. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I noticed there were a couple of songs uh, in the tr- in the album that uh, that it's just like the I think it was a snare hat. Not a snare hat. Whoa, I'm being boosted over here. The hi hat. Uh, that had kind of like um the rhythm that. A metalcore band would kind of use when they would chug, uh, and that was like, oh, I like this. It's kind of remnant of my when former years. Chug. That yeah, that chug. I mean, you know, no, I know, I know, I know, but I'm trying to think of what that rhythm would be, especially with a metalcore band. Uh, metalcore band. Um, no, sorry, not metalcore, because metalcore is actually more melodic than than hardcore. Yeah, those like hardcore crabcore bands. Okay, I, I don't really, I didn't really get on that train. Ah, uh, it was a horrible train. It, it was, it only lasted like a month. Yeah. Um. But uh, I know that like Sadist is almost like a a, a trip hop song that was played straight four four. Sadist. I think I liked Sadist. Yeah, it's this song actually. It was this one. So like the hi hat uh rhythm, to me it kind of 
sounds really remnant of like hardcore music back in like the early two thousands. Yeah, the early two thousands. Let us never speak of them again. Yeah, I th- I thought this was the lasers going through uh Blender. It's not though. No, fuck. It's fucking fleece. That was genius. Yeah, it was fleece. Definitely fleece. Um, I like Sadist. I like Sadist more than I like uh fleece. Yeah, no, Sadist is fine. I mean, Sadist is good. Uh, but it was maybe less engaging to me because it was simpler and it was calmer and it was quieter. Mm-hmm. But not in a, a witchy way, in just a a, a very straightforward way, mm-hmm. right? Because because witch house is usually relatively calm, but it's far from straightforward. It's usually really obtuse. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas these are a lot more listenable uh, to a person. Yeah, uh, I th- I think. Well, Crystal Castles has always done that. Where, in my opinion, they have the songs that are very approachable. To the general public, um, I mean, they are assigned, so I, I, I bet they still want to get uh more following, you know, than they do at the moment. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, at the same time, I don't necessarily think that that's the objective. I feel like they've done uh the the really manic and crazy already, like yeah. they've done that. So, you know the. What you do is you kind of you kind of go to places you haven't been before, mm-hmm. um, and then they they you know dipped a, a, a few toes in the in the in the straight up witch house like affection is, you know pretty much, like a a a good example of that not a great mm-hmm. example because it's right. not creepy enough but it's it's pretty creepy it's pretty good, um, and then you know they're like okay we did that so you know let's do uh, let's do something else let's do something maybe a little simpler a little straightforward let's put some lasers in a blender. <laughs> Uh, that should be the title of this episode: Lasers through blenders. Lasers in a blender. Lasers in a blender. I'm I'm messing up my own line now. Yeah. <laughs> Lasers in a blender. Uh, what did you think about uh chloroform? Uh, chloroform is is witchier. I love chloroform. Yeah, it's still calm though. It is, but it's it's witchier. So the one thing I really love about witch house and and I love about trap music when I can get them the way that I want them. Is that just massive slow bass line that's just like, you know, in your face? Just if you were at a concert, you wouldn't be able to breathe right. Oh my God! Yes, I've experienced that before. You know, like that's 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 what I love about those genres. Um, if if you're gonna give me something electronic, I need I need that bass. I only went to Ultra once, and I went for free because I I did I did volunteer work for them, and I I was at a booth. I don't remember who was playing. I was at a booth and but the bass the bass line was exactly as you described it. I couldn't breathe. I was like, Well, I need to get out of here, I can't breathe. How do these people not, you know, like I guess suffocate, you know? No, I was I was a massive uh bass head when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I've I've grown out of it since, but I'm sure I've lost more than a little bit of hearing because of it. Right. Um, so I, I try to, you know, mediate that now and uh, everybody should who's listening uh, try not to go deaf please i'm gonna be that guy and be that grandpa uh i actually started going to concerts with when i do plugs. go to concerts with earplugs yep. yes yep yeah yep. that's gonna be me i haven't been to a concert in a little while but i'm gonna buy a, a set for myself yeah um i recently started doing that when i was actually in uh california that i needed to 
it was a while that I was at concerts, and especially this was actually when I was following Thrice um, for the final farewell tour, and I thought, yo, I'm gonna be listening to loud music for seven days. I'm most likely gonna risk losing part of my hearing if I if I'm not careful. No, that's that's super wise on your part. Like you did, yeah. you did the right thing. Um, I actually have like a little bit of tinnitus, not anything that will go crazy, but if I'm in a very quiet room, I hear it and I'm just like, to be fuck, to be fair, I think that happens to everybody. So is it? Cause yeah, even right now in these headphones, I hear it, but I don't know if it's just that I was thinking about it. Oh, it might be psychosomatic, man. It, it might be. You're right. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so that, yeah, that I kind of like huge baseline, that massive, like, but kind of thing is what right. I really love. I'm not so much the uh the you know 300 BPM like hard house mm-hmm. just you know every quarter note get a bass kick um you know so there there is some artistry involved to make it sound uh right in my ears. Yeah, um, definitely. Which chloroform uh, hits it pretty well. Yeah, it does a good job. Definitely liked it. Um Apparently there's a a hidden track somewhere. Because uh, I was looking up lyrics. Definitely, definitely digging uh, the new album. I, it rocks. Uh, I actually do own Crystal Castles 1 and 2 on vinyl. Ooh, I've nice. yet, I've yet to come across uh, 3 yet. Um, I, I mean, I could just order it, but I'm being lazy. Um, I think I would definitely pick up Amnesty on vinyl. Yeah, uh, no, that would be cool. That would be a, a good pickup. It's a rarity for me to pick up anything that's not like actual instruments on vinyl. I might have a couple of of albums, maybe. Like uh, the thing is that a lot of the albums that I have are are a mix, especially if they're solo artists doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Tycho or Animals as Leaders or Bloodkicker, that kind of thing. Um, to be fair, Animals as Leaders, you know, he well, he doesn't play anything, but uh, when Tosin did the first album he did get someone to actually play the drums no he got somebody to play drums on tour that was the vin uh oh, okay oh, okay but uh misha mansoor of periphery did the drums for that album in uh, superior drummer oh uh, okay so that's where you have that 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 kick drum that will literally kill you if you play it too loud, <laughs> which is actually one of my favorite parts of that album uh, and one of the reasons why i feel like i still like that one more than all the ones that uh that succeeded it um, because of that just super bombastic like drum sound because <laughs> it's it's almost fake like right i know superior drummer uses the most amazing samples and all that stuff but mm-hmm. um you know it was just it was really pumped up and kind of in your face so you're you're really getting hit with that syncopation right um which you know that's another thing with that crystal castles does really great with those nice low bass lines is that they're syncopated right so you they're they're predictable, but you feel good because it's not so basic. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe as a listener, you uh, at least I do. I think I'm kind of self-analyzing here, but maybe I get a little bit of a kick out of like understanding the syncopated uh, beats and and just kind of predicting them and, and following along with them. Right. Like it's almost like you win a small game. Yeah, I never I never went through that. Because uh, I'm really picky when it comes to the, to these the, to music outside of like rock, and like indie music, indie rock per se. 
I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not picky, but uh, yeah, I, I would say I, I definitely have broader uh, tastes than you do. Yeah. Uh, even with like, like I understand, I fully grasp that that Crystal Castles is EDM, but it's like, it's the hipsters EDM. Uh, not a lot of people that I know listen to Crystal Castles. Like when uh, I have K Pi riding with me sometimes. Uh, I put on Crystal Castles, and he's like, hey, man, who is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Crystal Castles, man. And he's like, it's really good. I'm like, thank you. I like yeah. to consider that I have good taste in music. Yeah, it's not so outrageous that somebody just listening randomly won't be like, oh, that's really cool. What is that? Um, right. You know, that's actually kind of how I got into it, because, uh, like, Mike was listening to it, and I was like, hey, what is that? That's cool. Right. Yeah. Um, when I actually finished listening to the to Crystal Castle's Amnesty. Spotify has this thing where now, you know, once you finish the album, it'll start doing a random... Yeah, I hate uh, that. I hate that so much. It, it goes into, like, a radio for the album. Yeah. And uh, it jumped into, I think it was um, Untrust Us. Okay. And that still has Alice on uh, doing vocals. That's cool. Um... The point is being is that after those tracks, they had like other similar artists like Purity Ring, Grimes, uh, Tycho was actually in that list as well. I wouldn't uh, put Tycho on that list, but sure. Spotify apparently thinks Tycho deserves to be on the list, but maybe okay. because I listen to Crystal Castles, Purity Ring, Grimes, and Tycho, they're like, maybe. "Hey, you know that guy, Mark? Yeah, let's play all his shit." <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, um, but no, because I, I love Tycho, but I love Purity Ring. Boy, do I love Purity Ring. I definitely started enjoying Purity Ring. They actually uh, performed early this year or late last year, and I didn't really realize it until the day of, and I was like, yeah, I can't go to that. Uh, I need to, like, get into Purity Ring. Like, this is, this is, I just scratched the surface, and that was with, with their new album. Oh, so. no, the uh, Shrines I, I prefer. I need I need to dig into purity ring, so we'll see. Um, Grimes, Grimes, Grimes has uh, phases and uh, misses and hit. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Grimes. I listened to Grimes once on YouTube. They were on like a on a radio show, and I saw it was only just one person, and then I was like, "What?" And the the songs that she was performing, uh, didn't really catch my attention, so I'm like. Let's see who I can listen else. No, there's a, a radical shift in Grimes. Uh, mm. the, the Witch House stuff is is pretty cool compared to a lot of the other stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's some other stuff I don't remember that came up. But yeah, Crystal Castle's Amnesty, really good. I would definitely recommend to a friend. If you listen to music on, on record or, or vinyl, whatever you like to call it, uh, pick it up. There's no, there's no extra secret things or or anything that you would consider like I know that like we've discussed that certain artists do like those little fancy tricks that it kind of winds up again when you flip it over, right? Kind of deal. Yeah, they don't do that. I, well, I haven't, I haven't listened to Amnesty. I like, but the thing is, I don't see Amnesty doing that on on vinyl. Yeah, no, it's 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 fine. I don't feel like the beginning plays you know into the end or the end plays into the beginning so well right um, but i do agree that it is a great record um 
definitely listen to it. But you know, going to the Crystal Castles uh, collection, I feel like listening, uh, you know, from one to three to one again, give you a little more context to Amnesty. Right. You know, seeing where they've been and now where they've they've come is uh, an, an interesting journey. Yeah, definitely. We might have to revisit Crystal Castles in the future when when Edith does more vocals on on new album. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we should do like uh anthology episode like this this group, you know. Yeah, definitely. That would be cool. Uh cuz that way we can revisit 1 2 3 and bring up a- Amnesty again yeah. and then we we talk about the new album. So, yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. Definitely. Uh side tangent. Alice is does have her own uh Side project, not oh. side project. Technically, it's her own actual material now under the name Alice Glass, and it's pretty good. Really similar to Crystal Castles, and she actually like, you know, the reason why she left was because you know she let me let me read it, let me quote it. Ah, uh, departure. So she says, and I quote: "My art and my self-expression in any form has always been an attempt towards sincerity, honesty, and empathy for others." For a multitude of reasons, both professional and personal, I no longer feel that this is possible with within Crystal Castles. Although this is the end of the band, I hope my fans will embrace me as a solo artist in the same way they embraced Crystal Castles. She's only done one song, but it's she touches on on personal subjects that are very near and dear to her. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she sounds like an artist with a capital A. Yeah, definitely, and you know, I'm I'm curious to see where she's gonna go. Uh, this was like in 2015. And it's 2017. So, does she have an album out or? No, she doesn't. She only has that one song. Sorry, this happened in 2014. Okay. So it's been roughly two years and a half, maybe three. So I'm expecting maybe something new. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, um, mm-hmm. you know, things like that they can get shelved, put away, or or whatever, and. Never it, see the light of day, oh, dude. It'd be such a shame. It would be. I agree. She's. I think she's really talented, and I definitely would want to see more of her, of her music. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see what the future holds for Miss Glass. I wanted to talk to you for like a potential episode. Okay. I found I found this interesting playlist uh, on Lifehacker uh, called um, Folk Metal. Okay. And I thought it was the most interesting thing ever. Like I th- I thought it was going to be like folk acoustic music. No man. And uh, but like with like distortions and, and shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. But no, like when I started listening to that playlist, it was uh it was definitely interesting. It was I I definitely can imagine like Nordic uh dudes with like long ass beards like shredding on those metal looking guitars. And like, wow, this is amazing. And they, apparently they talk about like Nordic myth and stuff, so I think that's an interesting topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. So I'll send you the link for for that playlist. Do it. So you can listen to it. Do it. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely good stuff, man. Uh, any, any final words for, for Crystal Castles? Uh, listen, 
listen to Crystal Castles. Do yourself that favor and just listen to Crystal Castles. Yeah, definitely. We also got to do uh, that versus episode. We do. For, for Tycho. Yeah. So. Um, also, quick question. Do you want to do maybe like a, a brief segment where we talk about uh, records we've bought? Uh, yeah, that's actually, that would be good. That would, I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, actually it would have to be, if we do the versus episode, we'd have to do, uh, like a three-way bout because, Ooh, I uh, like where this is going. Because the thing is, uh, I was reading, uh, some notes before the album was released and, and the guy, he said that he's. He's happy that he was finally able to release this album because it, it's sort of like a trilogy from where he started on the the first album as a band and to where they are now. Okay. So definitely I think that would be really interesting. So uh, I, think, I think we might need to get an outsider's perspective on this and not just only us. That would, that would actually be really awesome, I think. Uh, so definitely I think that would be good. Uh, yeah. Segment cool. of like, yeah. Segment of like albums that we purchased. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I did recently uh acquire two albums. One that I purchased a few months ago, and mm-hmm. one that I purchased recently. Okay. So I finally acquired uh Animals as Leaders, the Madness of Many that I pre-ordered, and it's a oh okay. It's a beautiful record, obviously. Um, that's another one we still need to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I did uh just receive. Uh, the Sub Rosa record. No help for the Mighty Ones. No help for the Mighty Ones. Yeah, and it's I, really interesting and really cool. I think I've heard of that before. I think the the name was thrown out somewhere. Yeah, so I had I had heard the name before, but um, I actually heard one of the songs. Uh, just kind of listening to Things in the World, and mm. I was like, "Holy fuck, this is cool." So I went out and I, I picked up that uh that album and the song that that caught me is actually the first uh song on that album borrowed time borrowed eyes mm-hmm. and it's just really cool it's a it's a five piece they have uh three women who play uh guitar mm-hmm. and sing and play electric violin sweet so it's definitely not the standard anything uh uh-huh. you know even because you'd be like, oh, it's like atmospheric black metal or something. Like, yeah, you might want to say that, but that's not completely accurate. Or to I recently got, um, actually, my most recent purchase was uh, Thrice's uh, To Be Anywhere. Well, I'm fucking Be everywhere name. is to be nowhere. To be everywhere is to be nowhere. Uh, they had a brown variant, which is a tour variant, which I didn't wasn't able to go on that tour. I really wanted to go on that tour and listen to the music again live. Um but yeah, I got that. Uh yeah, it's it's brown. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's brown. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> it's the same music, nothing different. You're right, you're right. But that's cool. I mean, uh tour variants are always fun. Yeah. Um another album that I got was the tenth anniversary edition of uh I think it was Oh, on letting go. From Circus Survive. Okay. Which was, which was their uh second album that was released. Ooh. Yeah. So there's that. And yeah, it's 
I haven't had the chance to listen to it because I know there's some tracks there that are like demo, demo tracks, and I just hadn't had the time of day to actually just sit down and listen to it. But do you uh, go for like demos of you know if a band releases like a a special thing with demos? Do you go for that? It depends. If I already have the album, then no. But if I don't have the album, like on letting go. Uh, then yeah, I'll definitely buy it. I think I did that for like one, one album from like Blink One Eighty Two that they did release demos as well for like take your uh take your pants off and jacket. Okay. Uh, I think they did that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but not not the group of people that I think would have gone for that. But I, like I said, I don't I don't go for demos that much. Uh, there's certain demos that that are a lot better than than the mastered versions like poison the wells like demos for like the first two albums were pretty good because it was like rough and that was pr- pretty much the uh diy era of uh that genre of music oh yeah for sure i was in high school around the time so i yeah. recall you know building stages in people's backyards and things <laughs> house shows is what they were yeah called. dude house yeah, shows, house shows. yeah so I, I remember those days, um, and I do feel like there are some bands that benefit from that roughness. Um, yeah, Poison the Well was definitely one of them. You know, sometimes the, the A&R shows up or the executive, and they're like, well, that's too rough, like, clean it up. It's just like, right. no, man, that's that's the music. That's, I think that's what, what the music scene kind of needs nowadays, at least here in, in our area, because it's kind of dead. And, you know, everyone kind of expects things to be done for them already. The thing is that I don't really think that there's a lot of um, venues out there that will let uh, bands play, or at least local bands. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're kind of right. I haven't really been looking around uh, for venues of that type. Um, a lot of times I'll end up going to Culture Room or Revolution. Uh, oh, see oh now, now, that you, now that you brought up Culture Room, uh, believe it or not... Uh, you're walking on air? Infinity Shred is coming to the culture room. Are you serious? I totally want to go that go to that. Very Holy serious, shit. dude. When is uh, this? Uh, I think it's in April. Let me look it up. No, quick. what day? It's a Saturday or Sunday. Infinity Shred. What's the number of the day? What is the date? April eighteenth. It's a Tuesday. No. Oh, that's shitty as fuck. So booty. Yeah, man, that is booty sauce. I would love I'm, to see Infinity Shred. I love Infinity Shred, man. I love them so much, dude. I, I actually want to buy their, their albums. I thought I had bought one, but I, I don't think so. I'm, I think I may be confusing it with the Gooch. Because I do have Fantasies. Or Fantasy? That's another group that we need to talk about. Infinity Shred. Oh, no. Infinity Shred for sure. But there's, there's nothing to talk about. We just both love them. <laughs> you, you know, oh. like, let's get some conflict. Yeah. That's right. Infinity Shred is definitely like, I like. There's not really much to talk about because, kind of like uh, Caspian and and uh, what was the other band that you told me about? Uh, this will destroy you. No, well, Caspian, this will destroy you. I think there's one that we talked about Lights after at we, sea, explosions at in the, the sky. No, it was the band that we spoke about after the thrice episode. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Russian circles. Yes, Russian circles. Those kind of bands, um, like, they have no lyrics. The thinking man's metal don't have lyrics to talk about. And I'm a big proponent of uh, 
of lyrics. But like when it's the Thinking Man's Metal, I like. I don't mind not having uh, lyrics. So it's all right. Yeah, no, Infinity Shred is definitely a thinking man's. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll, yeah. Just, we'll drop that in there. That one's free. You get two for one. Infinity Shred and, and Crystal what? Crystal Castles. Because this is a Crystal Castles episode. Well, this is actually Lasers in a Blender episode. Yeah. But they got Infinity Shred. I think that would be a nice... Uh... <laughs> nice to... Nice... And that's to transition to to the next episode. Do do Infinity Shred. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know that also Thrice is coming by with Rise Against. And- I saw that, but I'm not gonna pay like forty two bucks to see them pay, play for only twenty minutes. Well, no, I don't give a shit about them. Who the fuck are they coming with that I do want to see? Jesus Christ, I'm totally fucking blanking on this because I wanted to go to the concert. It's Josh's favorite band too. Deftones. There you go. Yeah, I've seen Deftones, and it's wonderful. Um, however, I don't necessarily want to see Rise Against. I'd be fine seeing Thrice. I'd live. Oh, it's a Bayfront Amphitheater. It's outside, so that's an automatic no. It's also yeah. June 23rd. I will have a baby by that time. Mm, so that, by default, is a no. Yeah, but uh, I, I swore an oath. Uh, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I went to uh, two concerts at Cruising Amphitheater within a month's time because I had mm-hmm. purchased them you know, way out. Right, and I swore an oath to never go to another outdoor concert ever fucking again. After work tour experiences, dude, never again. Maybe never again in like Northern California or something, maybe. Or, or maybe or, during the winter. Yeah, not well. We have one week of winter, so it's very rare that we'll get a concert. But I just I swore an oath. I'm never, you know, I was in a bathroom. I was, you know, nearly ankle deep in piss, sweating. And I'm just like, I'm never going to another goddamn outdoor concert ever fucking again. Because I've been to many concerts, and they've been at places, even, you know, Culture Room, that's the the size of my asshole. And, you know, Revolution, which is Revolution, and is in downtown Fort Lauderdale, or Riverside, or whatever the fuck they want to call it, that shitty-ass area. Those places have some semblance of decorum, and, and, you know, of air conditioning, and, you know, it's just, it's a lot nicer environment to be in than the... Oh yeah, hostile uh, South Florida weather with hostile South Florida people. Oh, definitely. I mean, maybe that's just because it's South Florida. Maybe outdoor concerts elsewhere is would be better. Well, I specifically said Northern California because the weather there is amazing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, of the time. Yeah, definitely. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Next <laughs> time on. I forgot our name already. Crafting the groove. <laughs> Next time on Crafting the Groove. I'm trying to do that 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 voice actor or the announcer from Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Crafting the Groove. But then we'd have to charge up for like four episodes. I can deal with it. I, I can. I've seen the powering up videos on YouTube. I know what this leads to. Yeah. This leads to vines. <laughs> just but corruption. The, but we can't do audio vines. Uh, that's we... that's essentially what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah. This is pretty pretty much it. Yeah. All no, right. To, sure. to anybody that's uh, listening, thank you very much uh, for spending your time with us again. Catch us on uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm at Coolmark D with a K. 
Not not a cool with a K. A mark with a K. Cool is with a C. It's spelled how it should be spelled. Like real people, English. Essentially, yes. And I am underscore Rivera Lewis. Spelled how it sounds. Spelled as as how it sounds. Because it's in Spanish. Yeah. Woo! Uh, yeah, so again, thanks everybody for uh, staying tuned into our stuff and listening our our ranting post uh, music review. Uh, so we'll see what happens. See you guys. Bye. Bye. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Okay. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I should save mines too.